0: Good morning, this is Michael Lodge. I am the business advisor and I'm glad that you've joined me. I'm glad that you're here. Hopefully you have your cup of coffee and you're ready to sit down and let's just talk just a little bit. Listen, I am happy today because I know that I'm, what, we're almost about two weeks away to Thanksgiving. No, no, a little bit longer than that, three weeks away to Thanksgiving. But I am thankful for Thanksgiving because it's a one of those holidays that nothing is expected of you. All you have to do, basically, is show up. (laughs) I love the fact that you can get together with your friends and your family. You can chit-chat. You can gossip. You can talk about anything that's out there. You can eat your face and eat eat, put food into your face and stuff your face and not feel guilty about it. You don't have to give gifts. (laughs) You just sit there and you eat and you enjoy your friends and family. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. I'm so thankful that someone came up with a Thanksgiving holiday because it's my favorite holiday of any of the holidays. Well, besides 4th of July. But I love Thanksgiving the most. I used to get up early in the morning when I lived in Los Angeles and I would start cooking. I'd start at about 4 o'clock in the morning. And I would finish about 1 o'clock because I was cooking for 50 people. Now... I'm not a rich man, but I know how to cook, and I know how to make people feel feel loved, and food is what makes people feel loved. So I would cook all day, and I would have 50 people coming in and out of my house until nine ten o'clock that night. I loved every moment of it because I was able to sit down and catch up with my friends and hear good stories and see where they've traveled, and Thanksgiving, I tell you, it's a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Over the past few weeks, no, well, in months, basically, ever since Elon Musk decided to purchase Twitter, I've been talking about that company. And I've been talking about it because if there's any good example, laboratory experiment on wokeness gone bad, politics within the company gone bad, That is probably the number one company that we can look at as a lab experiment. And as we look at it, we can see that what they were trying to do was develop this cancel culture. If you do not agree with me, then I'm going to cancel you out. And Twitter was really big in that. They were canceling everybody out. They were even canceling out presidents of the United States. (laughs) And we all know who that was. But there was a bad environment. If there's anything that will destroy and make a company dysfunctional, it's politics. Politics is not, it has never been, never will be an ethical entity to allow into your company. Look at the politicians out there. Look at what's going on now in this election season. Do you hear any bit of truth out there? No, because it's all lies. It's unethical. There's no ethics in politics. When you allow that into your company that becomes even worse now i want to talk about cancel culture just a little bit because i found this this uh video and i'm going to play the sound of it and i want you to listen to it because what it does it explains to you what cancel culture is about just one second as i find the button to push
1: cancel culture is It's an incapacity to think, to reason clearly in moral terms. Um, Cancel culture is not about persuasion. It's not about truth. It's not about justice. It's not about right. It is about using or misusing words and rhetoric to achieve power and to assert your power over others, to determine what you're allowed to think, what you're allowed to say, who you're allowed to support, who you're allowed to be friends with. And it's a complete inversion of what we would traditionally considered to be actual human virtues, you know, actual virtues, things like charity, you know, a slowness to judge or to condemn generosity in interpreting the motives, the ideas of others, a commitment to seeking what's true, to doing what's right, to standing up for our friends, like courage. (laughs) All of these things are utterly suffocated in the climate of cancel culture.
0: Now, if you listen to that, Cancel culture is cancelling other individuals out, other people's opinions, other people's views. And it becomes this immoral type of operation within a business, if you allow it in. That means that anybody who has a good idea know that's a bad idea because it doesn't, it doesn't meet our political agenda. You see, the problem with Twitter is that they allowed this politics, this cancel culture, into their organization, and they completely forgot about the business side of their business. They canceled out the business side. They canceled out new and better technology, new and better communication process, new advertising results. New. They They canceled everything out so that they could cancel other people out. That's a very dangerous situation to be in. So Elon Musk, at the moment, he's going through his company. By the way, the employees of of uh, Twitter filed a lawsuit against Twitter because they didn't, He, I guess Elon Musk didn't give them advance notice. Well, I'm sorry, but I've known... And I think all of us have known that they were gonna have be layoffs <laughs> in Twitter. We all knew it. If the employees didn't know it, they canceled Elon Musk's voice out because of the political agenda. <laughs> but we all knew. We all knew there was gonna be layoffs. There had to be layoffs. If you look at Elon Musk's comments this week is that there was ten supervisors for one person that did coding. You see, the problem with when you have a political regime that's inside your company and it gets strong, they build more and more people that surround them. You have one manager, then he creates assistant managers and everybody else around him that agrees with his views, his political stance, his what he says is moral conscience, which is nothing about morality at all. And so sometimes that that will happen. You will have a whole bunch of people that are considered to be managers and just one person actually doing the work because they've forgotten about the work process because now they're so focused on the cancel culture, the woke culture, the political culture. So they knocked everybody else out of the company and they put all their advertisers on hold. They put all of their, in fact, their advertisers were used, and now they're being used again because they've got got they have got companies that are woke themselves advertising on there. So you have all of this negativity that is built around a cancel culture, woke, environment, and that destroys. A business, and that's what happened with Twitter, and we can see it with other companies too. Now we see Disney CEO coming in and uh, being really good guy now to the Republicans in Congress because they know that Republicans are going to take over and there's going to be some changes when it comes to wokeness in the workplace. We know it's going to happen, so you see, it always never results in a good ending so elon musk has a big job now he has to focus on employees he's got to find the right people that fit into the right positions he's got to find the individuals who are redundant in their jobs of what other people are doing he has to look at the people who are getting paid high salaries but doing zero nothing so he's cutting probably about half of his staff That's what happens in acquisitions, by the way. The new company comes in and says, okay, we're going to make some changes here. But you see, they're so woke in there, they think that they are privileged. Woke feels that they are privileged. And that is where the company stands at the moment. And Elon Musk has got to clean that thought process out because it's doing damage to the business. As we've seen in how they've operated their business in the past. You look at the financial reports and everything else. Then Edelma has to look at the technology. He has to look at the operating systems. He's got to look at the operating standards or procedures. He's got to see exactly how everything is running and is it running the way it should. Are there better ways to do it? And that takes time and that takes focus. That's why he's brought in some of his engineers to look at what's going on. And that's what happens when you buy a company, you bring in your own people to start looking at what needs to be changed, what needs to be enhanced, what needs to be cut. But the whole purpose of today's podcast is to show you that this wokeness in businesses And in churches and in schools does more damage than anything else because it creates conflict. And conflict creates division. And conflict creates financial stress upon companies because it costs more money to manage. So we have a problem here. And we need to get out of it. Gosh, I'm I'm seeing it in churches. Just as late, lately, I had a friend say, gosh, my, I was just called a racist in my church. Because I said, I don't believe we should be bringing in. There was a group of individuals within the church that said, oh, we have got to support Black Lives Matter. <laughs> we have got to support this. And my friend stood up and said, no, we don't need it. We don't bring politics into a church. That's not what we do. We're here to obey God's law, not man's law, or man what they think law is. And he was called a racist. So we even have wokeness in politics engulfing churches at the moment. And pastors, I speak to you from a heart that's open and filled with love to you. Get that politics out of your church. Get it out. You're going to do more damage to your church and to your congregation because no one sees politics the same way. And when politics corrupts, it's unethical. It's immoral. Why would you want that in your churches? Same thing to you schools. This wokeness has created a conflict between you and your parents. Well, you should be working together, but instead you're working apart. You're working as enemies because you have allowed wokeness and these political non-values to come into your entities. Stop it. We ha- can't go on like this, like this. I mean, we are absolutely nuts if we continue to allow this to happen. There has got to be a a, a clear division line. I mean, it's like when we used to talk about there has to be a separation of church and state. Well, there's also got to be a separation between business and politics, church and politics, schools and politics. There's got to be a division. You can't allow them in otherwise. This conflict costs. So listen, that's my lecture for the day. And I hope that you understand where I'm coming from because I really believe that we have a lot more that we need to be focusing on. Right now, politics is not one of them. Politics in a business, in a church, in a school should not be there. We don't need this conflict. Do it outside. You have all the opportunity to do it outside. But don't bring it in. Lock the door on wokeness in politics. Listen, if you want to have more access to me, go to www.lodge-co.com. I'll talk with you later. Everybody have a great day and have a great weekend. I'll talk with you on Saturday. Maybe. (laughs) Bye-bye.